0: hey guys welcome back to no content i'm ryan that's pixel and uh e3 weekend happened or e3 week i guess happened so yeah Yeah, we actually have something to talk about this time (laughs) yeah i'm happy
1: (laughs) yeah the conference has just ended today so it's on tuesday right now so we can talk about all the stuff that uh went down during all the conferences
0: yeah finally give our opinions on this i so we did this like i feel like we did this a year ago on deep thoughts i might have been wrong i know that i live streamed a lot of a lot of the conferences as well um unfortunately i wasn't able to do that this year because of just the this week is like my daughter's last week of elementary school so it's been really hectic and busy so i haven't had time also this Mm e3 we're just gonna let you guys know straight up right now for some reason you haven't been paying attention to e3 or video games in general uh for this past week for whatever reason it kind of sucked that's my opinion just in general I think it was pretty bad. I think that everything that was announced, and we'll go through it, I think it was pretty bad. I think, in my opinion, spoilers, I think Nintendo did the best, and even theirs was kind of lackluster. Even theirs was like kind of sucky because, uh, we'll get into it later, but I feel because they have videos scattered throughout the year, it's kind of like we knew what was coming up, we just wanted more details, you know what I mean? So to sure. be honest, I think all I think it kind of sucked, plus Sony wasn't there this year.
1: This is true. Sony so, was not there, which was so, very surprising. I don't know. It,
0: yeah, it felt shorter. It felt like there was more gaps and it felt like this year I feel like E3 has this thing that happens every other year, in my opinion, where you have a year where like a lot of stuff is announced, and then you have a year where it's dead, and then you have a lot a year where everything's announced, and we're in we're in a dead period. We're in the guys, twenty twenty is gonna be pretty good, mm-hmm. but uh we don't really have anything cool coming down the pipeline. In my opinion, there's like obviously a few gems that we'll get into and stuff. But, um, I don't know, initial, just initial impressions before we dive deep into it, oh. Pixel, what you thought of overall of E3, how much you c- cared about it and stuff? I mean,
1: I think there's going to be some really, really great releases coming out. I mean, we knew about these games, um, going into E3, and, you know, like you said, there were, I just wanted more information. It got a little bit of that, but I feel like, yeah, there was a lot of teasers, but it still made me hype for what's coming up. Like, I mean, I'll just give an overview, like Cyberpunk 2077 is just like, that is the slam dunk of E3. That yeah. is absolutely huge. And um, there's other games like, you know, uh, Star Wars, um, Fallen Order, Gears of War 5, That's kind of stuff. Those are going to be like, for sure, winners for people who are fans of the franchises. For sure, for yeah. me, Like Animal Crossing like i've been waiting for for sure
0: yeah we're gonna get we're gonna dive it we're gonna dive into that as well for sure um so those are my main main ones okay okay here's my thing man i feel like last e3 was supposed to be the hype year right last e3 we got so many cool releases so many cool announcements and stuff like that and we some of those Mm -hmm. announcements have been fleshed out this year like cyberpunk and stuff like that but in between e3s dude we had a garbage garbage year for video games and, and like fallout 76 doodoo like i feel like so many games came out this past year garbage <laughs> just garbage like and i just i don't trust video like i'm almost skeptical of cyberpunk now like it looks like a great really? game but fallout looked like a great game when it came out too and look how that turned out like you know what i mean like i don't know anymore man i just i don't know anymore um, yeah, man, like... so that's kind of, I don't know, okay. maybe I'm just really negative, but you got to admit that the last year of gaming has been like a pretty big struggle just with like all the failures that have happened. Yeah. Uh, and then on top of that, like even just like the layoffs that have been happening at a lot of video game companies, restructuring a, a focus more on mobile, which we'll probably get into later, uh, in on this discussion and stuff like that as well have just made me be very like skeptical of the gaming scene and, uh, yeah, it has to offer for sure.
1: There is an old adage, and I still abide by this, and it's just to never ever pre-order. You always, always, always wait until the game's released and there's reviews out. You never pre-order. Like, yeah, like, I've been burned in the past from these really, really well edited videos and trailers showing off this amazing game that Mm -hmm, when you actually mm -hmm. play it, it's absolute doo-doo. Like you said, like, it's so deceiving what you can do with a trailer. And so... Always wait. Like I'm hyper cyberpunk because I trust the developers. Um, they're the ones that came up with Witcher, and I know that they're going to create a, a really, really great RPG. Um, same thing with Animal Crossing. I trust the developers. Like right. I know that they're going to make a fun game. But I will not pre-order something until I like see some reviews on this thing.
0: Yeah, and I think also just like pre-ordering is kind of a weird thing too. First of all, pre-ordering sucks because. there's 19 different pre-orders you can't pre-order the game 19 times so there's like a walmart exclusive a best buy exclusive a gamestop exclusive an amazon exclusive like there's all these stupid pre-orders second of all i don't like any of the pre-order stuff unless it's digital personally nowadays because i don't have crap i don't have room to Mm -hmm. fit all this crap anyway that's going to be lounging in my room anyway um also digital downloads a lot of a lot i've been switching a lot to just digital downloads because i can get the game at midnight and just download mm-hmm. it and just have it on my person at all times. I did that with Super Smash Brothers, actually, instead of so oh, just yeah. waiting until the next morning. I'll probably do that with Animal Crossing too, to be honest. And the Switch has a micro SD card storage up to 256 mm-hmm. gigs. Just pop one of those in, you'll be fine. Um, so yeah, I, I totally agree with you on that. Uh, without getting too much on off track though, um, I kind of broke uh, I kind of broke down today's discussion into just like into what. how everything was announced kind of in order-ish, not really. (laughs) But um, uh, we're going to be breaking it down, I think, with Microsoft first, then Bethesda. I said, screw you, EA. (laughs) I said, screw you, Ubisoft. (laughs) Pixel, if you want to look up EA or Ubisoft articles, that's fine. I didn't watch any of those companies at all. I feel like both Ubi and EA just have screwed me so bad in the last, like, five years. Basically, ever since EA took out the thing that basically since ea took out their slogan ea it's in the game they've been dead to me in water i don't care what anyone says um square enix i guess we can briefly touch on because there's like one thing i'm excited for in that that everyone knows of and then i think that we should round it out with the nintendo so i think that's how we're going to do the podcast um, just to keep on track um Anyway, let's just jump into uh, EA right now. We're actually taking this article. I don't know if we'll put show notes in, but we're actually going off articles this time around just because it's easier (laughs) to keep track. I grabbed one from The Verge, and it was what they were calling the 14 biggest announcements for Microsoft. So I'll just kind of read them off, and then we'll kind of like discuss the points one by one or whatever um the first major thing that they kind of talked about was project scarlet and how it's coming Mm -hmm. soon they said the next xbox is closer than you think they said that it will be it's coming in the 2020 period the device will support 8k gaming game frame rates of 120 fps in games and ray tracing no clue what that is and it's going to launch in the holiday period uh holiday 2020 Mm -hmm. period um the demo video doesn't really do anything for me it's just a bunch of people just sitting around talking and saying how amazing the console is And then, Mm -hmm. of course, them giving some weird arbitrary specs during, you know, announcing it. Specs that I really hate, and I hate how, like, a lot of tech companies do this, like Apple, Microsoft. They're like, it's 700 times faster than the original Xbox. Oh, okay, cool. It's 50 times fast. It does 5 Mm -hmm. million more pixels. Like, I don't care. Um, I don't think they even really showed off what the console looked like. They kind of gave glimpses of, like, what the controller... Is gonna look like for this and stuff like that as well. So, like, I have I have like no idea or whatever. Um, I don't know. Just initial thoughts with the Pixel. What you think? I mean, I
1: think it's gonna be so far away from actually being in production that what they have right there is probably a dev kit. And what that means is it's something that the developers use to create their games. And what it is, it's like a, it's almost like a glorified PC.
0: Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. Um, that is tweaked to mimic a an actual console. Like with you, the OS with
0: the basically just working with the OS essentially too. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So
1: if you've ever seen a, um, a PS4 dev kit, thing looks like a giant, like, you know, um stereo receiver. Like it's it's gigantic. Mm. It's silver and whatnot. It doesn't look anything like a PS4. Um so what it is, is they're running it off a PC. So mm. whatever it does, like it's just it's just um it's probably marketing talk right now. I want right. to see like that actual console running an actual game. Mm -hmm. um but if it does support stuff like ray tracing that's cool um and for the viewers what ray tracing is is um do you know like how light shines through glass and it creates Mm -hmm. those those sort of like refractions and weird distorted effects that's sort of ray tracing it's it's supposed to mimic like a ray of light going into an object bouncing off and creating lighting effects you know um glass um colors reflecting off one object onto another. So, it's more it's dynamic. It's supposed to be mimicking real life basically.
0: Okay. Um yeah, um, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, the console's too early to tell. Um so here's the thing is that actually this current generation um for one reason or the other, I was at one point in time I owned all three consoles. I owned at the time. It was an Xbox One. I believe I got it for a pretty cheap discount from somebody. I owned a PS4, which was a housewarming gift from a friend a long time ago when I was moving into my old apartment. And I think I bought a Nintendo Wii U from a family that was actually like moving away or something. And I, I forgot the details of it. They were moving back to like another country. and They decided like they weren't going to utilize it. So at one point, hmm. I had th- all three consoles. And at one point, I sold all three. Con- I got rid of all three consoles <laughs> um, just funny. because. Uh, for me, I think I'm becoming more of a PC gamer, and the exclusives yeah. that are on consoles currently are mostly shooters. Um, yes, consoles, there's like... Um, are, like on PlayStation, Sony, there's a lot of RPGs and stuff like that as well. Um, you know, my issue is that whenever I was playing with my console, it's very lonely on there now, which is kind of mm. weird to think about because back in the day, I didn't really care, but none of my friends are on console. And yeah. so the only console, the only console I've ended up getting keeping around is my nintendo switch so i don't think personally i would probably buy this console we'll see when the prices come out maybe i'll get it um but Mm -hmm. i I think it's gonna be a hard pass one of the things they also don't mention in this article that i thought was actually pretty big at uh, microsoft's e3 event is that their xbox games uh subscription to pc has been expanded the xbox game pass is what they called mm-hmm. it or whatever is being like totally released and it's like it, it's currently like in beta but i thought that was something that was really cool that i don't even understand why um you know they didn't really announce or whatever but basically if you yeah. guys don't know what that is it's uh for 4.99 a month right now you get 100 high quality pc games and it's pretty much just like a netflix subscription but to xbox essentially there's a 15 or 20 dollar one that will also allow you to play xbox games on your pc as well like xbox one games or whatever Mm -hmm. but um yeah so like a lot of games like halo sea of thieves um just a lot gears of war 4 and stuff like that. It basically gives you unlimited access to over 100 high-quality games for now. New game t- titles will be added every month. Xbox Game Studio titles the same day as release. So any first-party games on your Xbox that are released on Xbox mm-hmm. will be released on this platform as well. And then they say discounts and deals, whatever that means. So mm-hmm. I think, if anything, I'm probably going to play most of these games on my PC. Yeah. First-party things. So for me, I don't think I would buy an Xbox console anymore because really I'm only buying consoles for exclusivities. Yeah, like I'm
1: looking at this like ah, oh, not another subscription. Like really. Yeah. Everybody has a subscription service like mm. it just adds on to the number of things that I got pay for, for for a month. Like it basically almost forces you to buy into a certain console because you like most people can't justify having like multiple subscriptions across each and every console. Um, not including like any other kind of service that has a, a you know, a subscription mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like discord or um, like aside from games like uh, Netflix or whatever, Netflix, there's, Hulu, there's so Amazon video, services.
0: Disney's going to come out with one soon, right? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Amazon this prime. Is just,
1: yeah. It's absolutely overwhelming. Like why would you ever have this many? It's complete overload. Like yeah. this is part of the reason why I I, I stopped like buying consoles and, um, Buying cable and stuff like that—it's just—it's too much. Yeah, it's—it's really too hard to ask just to have like like a few unified services that can cater to all of them.
0: Always, unfortunately,
1: this is why why Steam was like such a huge thing because like it, it was it it was one central marketplace. All developers go there, and people can buy from there, so they don't have to get an Epic Store, they don't have to get a Blizzard Store, they don't have to get an EA Store, like. Origin oh show. man, we'll
0: talk about Epic later when we get to the PC gaming portion of this because yeah. they pretty much sponsored the PC gaming show, and I want to oh. say more than eighty percent of the titles because I actually want—I actually live streamed the PC gaming show with commentary uh, over on my Twitch channel. If you guys want to check it out, but um, they, the PC gaming show was actually sponsored by Epic Game Store, and I want to say more than eighty percent mm. of the titles were uh, Epic Game Store exclusives, oh, um, including well. Baldur's Gate Three is going to be an Epic Game Store exclusive. The new Dota auto chests are going to be port the which we'll talk about in a little bit here, but Dodo auto mm-hmm. Chess, the actual mod bankers made their own mobile app. They're porting the mobile sure. app to the Epic game store exclusively, which is kind of weird because they came out with an announcements saying they couldn't work with valve. Now we know why mm-hmm. borderlands three exclusive. There's a lot of exclusives that are coming just to the Epic game store. Um, at least for a time period. I believe that time period is a year. And then after a year, it'll be released on Steam or something weird like that. Right. Um, <clears throat> kind of moving on, though. Kind of going to bundle a bunch of this stuff up uh, just to kind of speed it along here. But mm-hmm. um, they announced a thing called xCloud, which is launching in October. Microsoft was very hushed on this. They said that it's a long-awaited cloud gaming service. The new streaming platform, you can turn your Xbox One into your own personal and free xCloud server.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't
0: really, No real details on that. They revamped their elite wireless controller which you guys don't remember that's their controller that costs 200 bucks with customizable <laughs> buttons and stuff like that so if you they revamped that which is sick they said the new <laughs> the elite series 2 features over 30 new ways to play like a pro including adjustable tension thumbsticks new interchangeable uh... components up to 40 hours of rechargeable battery life and limitless customization and they said that it will work on xbox or windows wow um they also announced that uh, Halo Infinite and Gears 5 are coming out very shortly. Um, mm-hmm. They say Gears 5 will be available to play on September 10th. Halo Infinite won't be out until late next year. The twist is that Halo Infinite is coming to Project Scarlet. So it will come yes. to their new console as a launch title. And they kind of hyped that up by yes. saying, you know, like what made the Xbox so popular? What made that, you know, all that stuff. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, um, I guess briefly about those two games um i'm not a gears fan i probably played i think i played randomly like gears 3 And it was because mm-hmm. like a bunch of friends convinced me to get it because they liked the horde mode on there which is their zombies mode better than cod yeah. zombies and i think i played that um i don't really have any plus or it's minus fun. with that so yeah
1: it's a fun game <laughs> I mean, gears is a fun title like the story is kind of generic and stuff um and i'm not really a big fan of the design personally um just because i felt like everyone felt
0: heavy does that make sense like the characters felt like yes heavy and clunky and i think that's the point of the game but i didn't really like the non fluidity. Yeah. you know what i mean like when i'm running yeah. and i crush into a wall like i feel like my characters really like pound like pounds into that wall right and i think mass. that's the yeah i feel like that's the purpose of the game i just don't like that i just feel like there's like a lag when there probably isn't you know what i mean
1: yeah, well, the biggest problem I have is how the um, human characters and the aliens look similar. They look too similar. Okay. They look like they're wearing the same armor, and, like, the aliens just have this sort of, like, like crackly, like, scaly skin. And that's, that's it. That's all that distinguishes them from each other. So, right. for me, like, I just didn't like the design. Fun right. game, but, like, there was really no variation. It was just all shades of Fair,
0: fair um i guess next up is Halo infinite i mean we got to see some cool stuff about that and some announcements about that um i haven't been a halo fan since probably like three or four i feel like the game has been changed way too much with like sprinting and dashing and alts and stuff like that like i remember the last halo (laughs) i played like you could throw it on energy shield as an alt it was really weird Uh, i'm not really looking forward to that um but i mean it's cool we'll get more information when scarlet gets launched so that will be something to look forward to next year yeah. um uh,
1: what's interesting too is if scarlet is coming out next year and this is the next generation of xbox mm-hmm. we're probably going to see a ps5 pretty soon as well oh
0: yeah that's why they were definitely not at they were definitely not at uh e3 this year for sure yeah I so the next year they're tip off bam 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 everything and it's coming out before the xbox yeah, yeah.
1: and you know that's what there's, probably, there's plenty more opportunities for sony to um show off whatever new console it is i mean they have the Tokyo Game Show which are which is arguably actually bigger than E3 yeah and
0: yeah. that is their
1: home court so whenever that uh show is they may actually um announce something there instead right rather than E3 yeah
0: um i agree um i can totally see that um next up to um flight simulator 2020 <laughs> is coming out or whatever (laughs) it's pretty eh um I actually know some people I don't really talk to them like very often at all anymore but like I do know some people that like religiously play this game and they all work in the airplane industry I'm assuming they're Mm -hmm. pretty hyped about it or whatever like one of them I think like legitimately like I don't think it's him but like one of his friends has like a full like airplane cockpit with like actual spare yeah. airplane parts in his garage, like his whole garage—it's taking up the whole garage.
1: Yeah, people love and... flight simulator. Like this is like so. uh, the, the the flight simulator's <laughs> dream. Yeah, because it is so accurate to real life that you can you can do anything you want. You can fly an airliner, you can fly a Cessna, you can fly whatever. Yeah. And people love this stuff because it's like it's the only sandbox around like that.
0: Yep. So um yeah they announced that they announced that some of the things with it is that it's going to um they said that it's going to have realistic challenging weather conditions and flying actual and flying data which like Mm -hmm. i know that already like politics is already jumping into this or whatever because (laughs) one of the things they announced was that you can actually like take a like if you wanted to you could take like a flight on june 30th 2019 from this place to this place and will give the actual real time weather patterns of what it's predicting that's supposed to happen at that time that's really cool some people are thinking that's really cool but obviously politics got into it with the whole like well this is just like a terrorist flying simulator <laughs> we won't get into all that but i can you know oh, of course that's like the thing that i that's like the one thing i heard about this was like this is just gonna be something that like people are gonna use like practice that type of stuff with of course uh, politics gets into it but of course they so- glance over you know us just randomly shooting and beheading people in all these games but whatever i yeah. digress but that's coming out if uh, people are interested um it's coming out they said sometime in 2020 once again no real actual release date on that it's obviously coming to pc um and then they kind of just come a couple of like just random games that were just kind of announced um they they're coming out the blair witch game that's going to be on vr which is going to be yes terrifying yeah. that looks like um a battle toads game is coming out like a new <laughs> one i guess is coming out um those are kind of just two games that were kind of like i guess people were like kind of intrigued with or whatever mm-hmm. um double fine also joined microsoft they were the team behind psychonauts they got Very bought out by microsoft so i actually thought that was pretty surprising as well so they, um, they've been independent for forever
1: like that's really surprising that uh yeah it would sell to microsoft
0: yeah so they're also there as well um And then, actually, I thought this was kind of cool. Minecraft Dungeons is coming next spring. It looks really kitty like but it actually looks pretty cool. Like, it could actually be, like, I actually, here's the thing. I actually love dungeon crawlers, and I really enjoy, like, Diablo 3. I also enjoy, like, Path of Exile, and this kind of looks, it looks fun. Yeah, it looks
1: basically like um, a Diablo game for you know a Minecraft universe. But for a Minecraft universe,
0: looks like there'll be puzzles and stuff like that. I mean, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'll probably pick it up. Why not play with some friends? You know, kill some baddies. I'm I'm assuming this game's not going to be expensive at all. If it's under twenty bucks, if it's twenty dollars or less, I'll for sure just snag it. Um, Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Not much details on that either. Um, But you know, I just love those type of games where you can just kind of jump in, you know, smash Mm -hmm. a bunch of people, whatever, and uh, you know. (laughs) get uh get crazy with it um and then uh oh also um they said that uh fantasy star online 2 which launched on in japan way back on in 2012 is coming to xbox one next year mm. as mm-hmm. free to play so it's, so a game that's cool. seven, nine you know seven eight years old will be coming out <laughs> next year for your xbox for free so pog um it, it, it was like you
1: know. a really popular game back in the day just because like it was one of the few mmos that you could play on a console yeah i remember it was one of the the
0: first yeah it was my favorite game to play on my sega dreamcast rest in peace yeah um lastly just to close out everything for the microsoft um you know experience so we can kind of move along here but uh april 16th 2020 cyberpunk 2077 Mm -hmm. has a release date keanu reeves came up on stage there's a pretty cool clip on youtube on reddit where he comes out and some guy says i love you and he says no i love you that guy must have been like having a heart attack uh, you're breathtaking. Oh, breathtaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was so, saying how cyberpunk's going to be breathtaking. Some of the audience was like, you're breathtaking. <laughs> um, here's the thing, man. I haven't paid any attention to Cyberpunk 2077 at all. Uh, yeah. I'm assuming it's going to work like The Witcher, like some type of RPG. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, I haven't very looked very at simple. any gameplay for it or anything. I just know it's super hyped because of C D Project Red. Um talked about this a little bit in the pre show of the podcast, but it is one of the games that I'm kind of like I'm excited, but at the same time, we've been screwed over for the last year from video game <laughs> releases. So I don't know. I hope that CD Projekt Red is still standing when this game launches. I'm assuming they will, but you know, we have things like Bethesda and right, other companies right. that have come out in the last few years that have really screwed screwed themselves. Even Valve with Artifact and stuff like mm. that. Just like these games that these game companies have a lot of credibility. They it's put a lot of trick. time and efforts into a game, and it comes out crappy. Cyberpunk uh, 2077. I don't, is there gameplay footage? Um,
1: no. And yeah, it's so be, if I, there I'm gonna have is to wait any for that. Footage, I'm gonna wait for that. Basically, if, if there is any footage, it's gonna be kind of like um Watch Dogs. Um, well, not Watch Dogs. What was that one? The Division. Um, if you remember the Division when it came out uh, with a trailer and like this supposed in-game footage, it was this almost like cinematic kind of <laughs> oh, very yeah, guided okay. gameplay, right? And if there is any kind of game for, gameplay for cyberpunk, it's going to be kind of like that. It's very guided, very scripted,
0: right, very right. much like
1: cinematic. Kind I remember of like
0: last of us two was like that where like, they were like, they they showed in game yeah. footage, but it was like so scripted.
1: You can tell like,
0: yeah, I mean, like it, it, you, you just tell like
1: if, the, if everything uh, was actually part of gameplay, that would be actually insane. The amount of mm-hmm. work that would go into doing that. um, But that is absolutely cinematic scripted it's it's crafted for that moment
0: Mm -hmm.
1: it's um i hate that yeah i mean it sells games it gets people hyped but you know at the same time it's being a little disingenuous when you actually play the game and you're kind of disappointed
0: it's i hated it i remember like distinctly like diablo 3 it had like a gameplay trailer and like in Uh the gameplay trailer like the barbarian class was like running across this bridge and the bridge kind of like broke open and like this demon yeah. came out of the bridge and like the barb like did his leap ability onto the demon and like ripped its face apart. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this is sick." That's badass. And like uh, that was their gameplay footage. Like it said gameplay footage. Like it was like beta gameplay footage. Like how early beta was this cuz this never happened. I was so disappointed. No. Um Yeah. Cyberpunk 2077 though, um yeah, looks good. Uh the ch- they got like a 4 minute trailer. Uh, with it or whatever um it claims that it's like the in-game cinematics um still have no clue what the heck this game's about or anything like that that's probably on my fault looks neat hope that they do well with it i'm assuming they will um
1: yeah yeah,
0: release date of uh april 16th of
1: 2020 i'm excited we'll
0: see so overall um microsoft conference out of five i'm gonna give it like a two and a half or a three basically honestly Jeez. cyberpunk was wow. the only cool thing that came out i don't care about the, the console for me who cares gears i don't care about flight simulator i don't care about keanu and cyberpunk three star two and a half to three star <laughs> everything else garbage in my oh, opinion in my you opinion. I'm are a little too harsh i'm not a little too harsh at all man i think that's accurate i think it was it was two and a half out of three For me personally, for me personally, with the products that I see that I want to get that I want to buy, two and a half to three. Nothing was really exciting that made me go, "Man, I need to get a Project Scarlet." Man, I want to really buy this game. There was nothing there that like got me happy.
1: I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go against the grain. I'm gonna say like it's gonna be like an eight for me because these are eight out of five. You mean a four out of five? Four out of five, eight out
0: of ten. ten. (laughs) (laughs) It is a big difference, Doug. I said three (laughs) out
1: of five, okay, not three out of ten, okay. I thought you meant like two out of ten. I was like, dang, you are two and
0: a half. To
1: three out of five. All right. All right, all right. So it's like, well,
0: it's okay. It's average, but it's nothing yeah, yeah. mesmerized
1: me. Huh? So I'm going to go like a four out of five, going by your scale. Because, okay, these are big announcements, big crowd pleasers. These are things that are very, very like huge leaps from where they were before. Mm-hmm. So we've got a new console. We've got Cyberpunk, which, you know, everybody was in love with already. And mm-hmm. um, Keanu just made it like, just took it over the top. Like, Right. people were hyped for it already but this was just above and beyond now we've got halo another big crowd pleaser like everybody loves halo everybody wants another halo same thing with years of war these are big massive franchises
0: and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to
1: hear like them coming out with something new like this it's it's big it's significant i'm not a huge fan of like all of these uh franchises but like it's significant for the fans and that's why i gave it four out of
0: five okay fair enough fair enough um moving on though we have something that hopefully you and i can both agree with that is at least a one out of five like at best a two out of five i'm just kidding um bethesda Ooh. <laughs> so um uh, bethesda's game announcement first of all can we just talk about the woohoo guy that was in the crowd and <laughs> the I don't know if so I don't let me just paint the picture for you. Um there were it was very obvious that the first two rows of this I think all of them are mic'd this way, but they made it very obvious that the first handful of rows obviously had employees from Bethesda, but at sure. the same time um were the only ones plotting or cheering. There was at some point where the crowd was like, yeah, woohoo! And the, like, people were screaming and clapping, and they panned over the audience, and no one was clapping or woohooing. Jesus. No one was woohooing oh, or clapping. No. But there was just whoops and hollers and roar, like, roaring applause. And I think it even got clipped on live stream fails where it's like, who's clapping? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you know, I think they mic'd up the front audience. If you guys didn't know, they like, their conference went for one whole hour. And during lot. that whole hour, there was one guy. And it was very, this guy had a very distinct voice. But any announcement, I'm talking mobile game, Fallout mm-hmm. 76, this is how I knew it was scripted. Fallout 76 got a new game mode. And this guy was freaking the heck out. <laughs> as if, like, everyone was getting early access to like Cyberpunk 2077. Like that's how crazy this dude was yelling. And he was freaking out like, "Yeah! Woohoo!" And if you guys didn't also see, there's a clip from a stream, uh there's a, actually a clip where when um about halfway through where Todd Howard's Todd Howard's mic was still hot. And he mm-hmm. says something to the degree of if that guy with that guy keeps yelling like that or something, I'm going to F and kill that guy or F and get that guy out of here or something. He was pretty pissed off, too. But this dude so it was, it was, was took, I think this guy took away from the whole conference already. I'm docking a point for that just because it was so annoying. It was actually distracting at mm-hmm. some point because it was only if, this guy. It wasn't like everyone in the audience was. Like, yeah, woohoo, let's go, baby. Thing? It was just one dude.
1: Here's the thing. If that's the case. I don't think it's like a, a hype man that was hired by Bethesda. It's probably some dude just like screaming like that, pretending that it's it's like oh yeah, no, 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 yeah, and just oh, mocking yeah.
0: them. Oh yeah, that's what I think it is. Totally, I totally agree with that because I realized it after the Fallout seventy six stuff. <laughs> I was like, "There's no way this guy's actually for real." Yeah, um, totally. So, um, yeah. So let's see. Um... <sighs> It was really weird. It started off with this pre E three message that was super, in my opinion, I get it. Cringy though, uh, is a word that I wouldn't like to say. It was kind of. It opened with these people from Bethesda Studios talking about being together, being connected to one another. We're all gamers. It doesn't matter who we are, what our skin tone is. Blah 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 blah. You know mm-hmm. we're together that was their message for some reason it started off with that which is really weird yeah. uh in my in my opinion or whatever and it ended with you mean everything to us that was some of the first yeah. words that the senior vice president of marketing came out and said um then um you know um after that or whatever todd howard came out <laughs> and he was like hey guys remember fallout 76 my bad dog i mean that's pretty much what happened so todd howard came out and he apologized (laughs) for fallout 76 um it was a really awkward apology um it was the type in my i don't know if you saw it, pixel no i didn't okay so the apology was kind of like hey guys we know fallout 76 like didn't meet your expectations Mm -hmm. but we had a lot of people working on this game, and a lot of people spent a lot of time, sweat, blood, tears. They sacrificed holidays over this. Can you just give the game another try for them? Like, that was kind of how the message... It was weird. Like, and I Mm. get... Like, I don't know. It just came off as, like... I, 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 you know, I sympathize with these people like game development and game, you know, game crunch times like we've talked about on the show before. But still, like for Todd to come out yeah. and kind of say that was kind of like, ooh OK, whatever. Like, get it. Yeah. Kind of weird. No, t- um, totally fix, your, yeah. fix your game. But, you know, fix your game. Don't guilt trip us into trying to play it. You know what I mean? Exactly.
1: If you want people to try playing your game again, you have to, you know, put forth an effort to make it better. You know, right. Tell them, OK, hey, we made changes to it. We listen right. to your feedback and we heard about what you didn't like, and we changed it so that hopefully it's better. Right. Not just like, hey, you know, give it another shot. Please. I mean, just <laughs> give just give it give us something, you know. Give us a, throw us a bone.
0: Yeah. Here's Betty from Marketing, who, you know, missed her child's fifth birthday because she was working on this great game called Fallout 76. So it was weird. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, he went on to say, let's see, he admitted there was a bunch of difficulties or whatever. Um, he then went on to say that this game has one of the best online communities we have ever seen uh, in fallout 76 for fallout 76. You know, I guess so. Um, they announced, uh, a year, they announced year two for fallout 76. So they're at least supporting it for another year. They announced uh, a free DLC, which is going to drop in fall of 2019 called the wastelanders. Apparently this is going to be their first step into totally revamping fallout 76. um, And there's also a free trial for Fallout 76 that is out today. So if you want to just go and download Fallout 76, I believe it gets you to about level five, which is about three to four hours of demo Mm. time playing the game. They said that if you do end up saying, hey, I do want to purchase the game, and you do end up buying the game, your character from that demo will transfer over as well. So everything isn't lost there, which is kind of interesting. Um, (laughs) This update apparently is going to come with a lot of stuff, actually. Human NPCs. You guys didn't know in Fallout 76, there are no human NPCs currently. You literally just hmm. listen to audio tapes on these like robot computers. Human NPCs. Um, so there are actually oh. going to be actual human NPCs. If you guys recall, Fallout 76, there were no human NPCs. The only other humans interact, or, or, interact with were other players. Mm hmm. So that's going to be added uh, to the game. And they said that the human NPCs will also have full dialogue trees, basically the way that, um, you know, a normal Fallout game works. <laughs> sure, sure. So those are going to be in there or whatever. Um, but, um, yeah, they announced that, um, which here's here's my take on this whole thing with Fallout 76. I don't, the thing, the, my issue with Fallout 76, besides all the glaring issues, technical problems, and the engine they're using is gar- utter garbage, in my opinion. The problem mm-hmm. with Fallout 76 is it, it's a game that's supposed to work like H1Z1 when it was just a survival mode or Rust. These games where you go in, you build a base, and you can lose everything. Or you can log out, come back, in your base is totally destroyed and stuff like that, right? The problem with right. Fallout 76 is the way the PvP in the game works. For you guys that don't know how the PvP works in Fallout 76, you both have to agree to PvP for PvP to work. So it's one of the dumbest things, in my opinion. So, for example, mm. I can go up to an I can go up to a, I can encounter a random player in the wasteland um, and start talking to him on open mic, chatting with them and stuff like that. Hey, F you, dude, I don't like you. Shoot them. Nothing happens. They won't take damage. They need to then shoot me back for a PVP battle to start. So there's huh. really no threat you know what I mean? If, if some guy wants to follow me around for f- my five-hour game session and just say racial slurs or cuss at me or whatever, they could do that. There's no way to really stop him from doing that. I can't just kill him and loot his stuff and move on. There's no real threat of me losing stuff either on my hmm. person or otherwise. I think that's the issue that I have mostly with Fallout 76. It's just, it, oh, then it's just, what's the point of playing this game? There's currently no human NPCs to dialogue or progress storyline mm-hmm. in any way. What's the point of playing it? it I don't know. It's weird.
1: Yeah, it's it's not my kind of game. Like, um, it just seems like a very very solo grindy kind of game, but with a sprinkling of human players here and there just to add mm-hmm. like flavor to it. It's almost like it's a little bit of an extra. It's not part of the core gameplay. And when you really look at it, it's more just like a very grindy solo player game. It's almost like a just a solo MMO basically. And yeah.
0: and it's also open it's world, that, so there's really no objectives either, right? Yeah, so it's, it's so too as well.
1: It's there's no direct no direction, no goals. And so you're just kind of grinding for the sake of grinding. And so like, you know what, maybe you have some friends that enjoy playing it, you all you're all Fallout fans and you know, you want to play together. And that's cool. I think that's really the only um demographic that could play and enjoy this. And I don't think there's just enough of those kinds of players.
0: Yeah, it's super casual. I, there's no even risk or reward, right? Like, eventually, right. if you grind enough, like you said, you'll be able to get probably the best gear in the game. Just eventually.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Another thing that they said was like a bunch of other changes were going to come. We're going to be coming and stuff like to the, the game. If you guys didn't know, one of the things you can do in Fallout seventy six is you can activate a nuclear bomb. Which, if you find the nuclear bomb codes, you can activate it and blow up part of the map. And then Mm -hmm. if you go to the center of the map, there's a monster and very rare loot. Well, if you guys didn't know, currently there's only about five codes in the game. So you can just guess one of the five codes without (laughs) actually having to do the quest to search for the nuclear codes and blow stuff up. Just throwing that out there as well. Also, the game crashes when you go into the nuclear wasteland currently still excellent so you can't even go to that so they announced that there's a free trial of the game coming out if you guys want to play it out i don't know maybe pixel and i maybe pixel and i will play it i don't know it's it's free we can try it out and just roam around yeah um let's just just
1: listen to todd howard
0: yeah right the next part of Fallout 76 i actually like started busting up laughing i was dying laughing because pixel (laughs) joked about this but um pixel messaged me and he was like uh, they're gonna announce the new battle royale mode for Fallout 76. I don't remember the exact conversation, like what exactly you said, but it was something <laughs> along the lines where it end with like there's gonna be a battle royale mode in Fallout 76. Ten minutes later, there's a Fallout there's legitimately, guys, a <laughs> Fallout 76 battle royale mode in the game today. You can play the game yep. you can play this mode today. It is called Nuclear Winter. It is a separate mode. Here's the thing weird again separate game mode within Fallout 76. So what this does is it takes a carbon copy of the character you have in your normal Fallout 76 game with whatever mm-hmm. equipment he has on and puts that character into this Battle Royale mode. Very strange. Uh, interesting. So it's 52 person Battle Royale. Apparently that's a thing now. Um, mm-hmm. We A couple of streamers were playing it today. Um, I saw like some guy play three rounds every round the game crashed. <laughs> so (laughs) just just throwing that out there as well Um,
1: but that's it you cannot just hobble together a game using your like he got like the last
0: he got like the last guy and then it like just bugged out and froze it's 52 battle royale mode it's in first person um it's really really weird because there's no remember guys there's no vac system that aiming system that's in fallout there's no that system doesn't exist in fallout 76 but think about having Aim and fall a fall game without that system.
1: It's, it's so bad. It's, it's so, so like bad. it's not responsive whatsoever. Something is wrong with this engine. How
0: how did this get past Todd Howard? I just want to know that. How did this get past QA? I'm sorry, QA guys. I understand that you work overtime and it sucks. It's I'm scared of fall. Just... I'm scared of Elder Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah. I'm scared of everything it, that's coming it's now. At the
1: point where they just need to license Unreal, just license yeah, the damn engine and please. make it make it with that. Please, like there's yeah. no point. You should be using your own engine. <laughs>
0: Yeah, please. Um, yeah, so after they announced those ex- exciting things, um, you know, the guy who's woohooing, probably his voice was shot, but it wasn't. kept Woo-hoo. going. Um, <laughs> uh, Elder Scrolls Blades, you know, that sick mobile game oh, that they oh, announced word. that people have played, which also, pe- it's got awful reviews because it's super grindy. It's coming yeah. to the Switch this fall, baby. Free to play. <sighs> and the Blade team is calling it Switch Blades. <laughs> <laughs> clever i like it oh uh... <laughs> so, oh wow that's pretty yeah. funny uh, no it's but one not. of the it's one of the uh awful it's it's awful man i don't know how this is gonna go hold on real quick but uh <sighs> yeah um so you know um just kind of skedaddling past all that. Uh, You know, those big announcements. They announced a couple other things. They announced Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, The team who made The Evil Within and The Evil Within 2 are making a new game. They said it's more paranormal and creepy. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Um, Don't really know how to explain the trailer. It's like a two-minute long trailer. It's super, super short. looks really interesting, though, just like random people dying. And, like, if you guys have played, like, The Evil Within, Evil Within 2 you know it it gives off that same type of vibe so that game mm-hmm. is coming out as well um they announced some random stuff for the Elder Scrolls online personally forgot that game even existed <laughs> that's their mmorpg they announced that um there's a new expansion coming along the way and they improved server capacity they also announced for elder scrolls legends which is if you didn't know their card game there's a new expansion that the game should be coming to phones very very shortly still um that's around i thought that like disappeared nope still around uh they then sure. went into the <laughs> mobile space and they announced after this is technically after switchblades but they announced <laughs> uh uh, Commander Keen is back, uh, but it's a game on iOS and Android.
1: Hey, nice.
0: <clears throat> and it's a drag and drop game, includes a story mode where you have to build uh, contraptions to get through. There's also a battle mode where you need to control ca- checkpoints and claim a flag. Commander Keen soft launches in the summer. So, sometime this summer, there will be a soft launch for the game. All right, so, cool. um, that got announced as well. They also announced Wolfenstein Young Blood um yeah game will be released july 25th 2019 uh there's a trailer for it as well um they also announced uh arcane studios announced their game death loop um looks pretty cool i guess so whatever uh it's just like uh let's see this is the game's stylish trailer show off gunplay and swordplay um yeah that's really about it don't know what type of game this is at all um, but it looks like a Mercury versus some other fool, just like shooting each other, <laughs> yeah, I'm not too familiar with it just kind of um, the big ones. they announced that, and then, um the big thing they announced, oh well, I guess um they also announced um doom eternal, so mm-hmm. they showed mm-hmm. an extended gameplay sequel of that, lots of blood and gore and stuff. They said that that would be nice. released on november twenty two twenty 2019 november twenty second twenty nineteen so that yeah, will be easy. out soon um they also uh they also said let's see that their team has created origin or, or orion o r i o n Orion? Orion, sorry. And it's going to be a rival to Google the new Google streaming software. Interesting, okay. So they announced that. They said Orion will apparently allow games to stream content up to 20% faster per frame than Google's Stadia or whatever it's called, I forgot what it's called. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And they said, yeah, they said the streaming capabilities were then shown off by playing Doom 2016 on a mobile phone with a controller attached see. to it. Um, funny thing is, <laughs> once again, was that they weren't actually playing the game. So somebody had <laughs> Doom 2016 on an iPhone X, connected to an Xbox controller and the person mm-hmm. was holding controller and playing it and someone slowed down the frames and realized the person wasn't actually playing it. <laughs> they were just pretending <laughs> to play it on stage.
1: Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> but, well, how how do you think that you can get away with this
0: nowadays? I don't know, Bethesda, you tell me, but there's a Todd <sighs> called me. Um oh, and come then on. I guess, you know, after that, they said, you know, a couple other things briefly that were mentioned. Um, They said that um, the QuakeCon will feature more information on a lot of their uh, upcoming titles. They also said that they are still hard at work with Elder Scrolls VI, uh, which is their, you know, next coming Elder Scrolls game, and then also Starfield, which is their take on, you know, a space simulator, but Hmm. space that's, like, not like Fallout or Elder Scrolls. So got through that one pretty quickly because it was laughable but uh one out of five (laughs) i mean i think i think it was just bad i think that they didn't really announce any cool games in my opinion most of the games that they announced i don't really care about another doom game cool blood and gore very whatever um fallout 76 updates great i think you're trying to salvage the game that's great that you're trying to do that at least and good on you but at the same time who cares which um, it yeah, is just bad just... and then all the blunders that happened during it the guy woohooing <laughs> we had Todd's <laughs> hot mic happening uh, you know and then on top of that just like you know fake gameplay footage Um, you know the updates for some of this stuff have already come out that for some of the stuff that's been announced like for example the Fallout 76 stuff and it's garbage so
1: I mean the only thing worthwhile
0: that, um, that I'm waiting for from Bethesda is Elder Scrolls 6 I don't even want it dude if Elder Scrolls six, they Todd Howard has confirmed that Elder Scrolls 6 is going to be built on the same engine Fallout 76 was built on. No. I'm scared. They confirmed this pixel and that Starfield if, is going to be built on this engine because they said it's the latest and greatest engine that they have. That is not I don't trust it. I'm sorry. Oh. I don't, no 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 no. I no. No. I'm sorry, Pixel, to shatter your shatter your night and ruin your night, but no, I, I can't. I can't anymore.
1: God, it's gonna be so awful playing. That's it, like I enjoyed Skyrim. I really did.
0: I never it got to play so Skyrim. Clunky. It was so clunky, but I still enjoyed it. But I heard I, it was great. I could never play it. The God, dragon killed it's... me because I had a bug. <laughs> <laughs> the or dragon like when... at the beginning instantly killed me every single time it crashed my game.
1: Oh my god. And it
0: had something this to do is, with my graphics card is, and they fixed it 2 this years is later. Bethesda.
1: This yep. is exactly Bethesda. Like yep. every time they release a game, glitches are a part of the game. They are features of this game. Yep. Like you get hit by a giant, you go flying off the map. You you hit a rock a specific way while riding a horse and you fly off the map.
0: I don't understand, honestly, here's the thing. In my opinion, and I've said this for a couple of years now, even before the Fallout 76 fiasco, and I've only met a couple of people who are like this. I don't understand how Bethesda is praised as such a good video game company, and we're probably going to get a lot of emails about this. I think they're actually a really bad video game company, especially with what their engine is utilizing, and I think they're just an overhyped video game company. If EA or Blizzard or Valve came out with a game like Fallout 76 or even Skyrim with how many bugs, or even Oblivion with how many bugs Mm -hmm. that I encountered in those games they would get thrashed. They would not get Game of the Year awards. They would not get all this praise. Oh, and yeah. I don't know how they're able to salvage it. Like, Todd Howard got some witchcraft going on or made a deal with the <laughs> devil because it's insane.
1: Oh, yeah. But, yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with you. I think they're half-assing so much <gasps> with their games, and yet they get so much love from their fans. Yeah. They have a very, very dedicated fan base that loves the lore of these games. Now, they had a, they had a really good business um, deal with, like, Fallout, the Fallout uh, franchise. Buying that was probably one of the best things they ever did because, you know, it's an established franchise. People love it and they'll put up up with a lot just to play within this universe. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And the same thing with Elder Scrolls. Like, people grew up with this, they love the universe.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And people will forgive a lot. And I think, you know, time has come to really fix these games in order to just, you know, I mean, I, I can't believe that these glitches are still in games
0: yeah it's it's ridiculous it's it's crazy it's, it's ridiculous yeah um so yeah i gave it a one out of five honestly like one out of five is my rating mm-hmm. for it. what do you what do you give it final answer
1: yeah i'd give it like a 1.5 so <laughs> yeah there's really nothing that i enjoyed in in those presentations yeah there's nothing that
0: excited me exactly you know? um Okay, next up is kind of just PC and then any other games before we really get into Nintendo's announcement. I just kind of want to lump this up in anything because PC just kind of had everything all over the place. Mm -hmm. Um, The trend that we saw a lot this time of the year. um, So we're seeing a couple of interesting trends and I kind of want to just use this as a platform to talk about auto chess really. But um, first of all, I think one of the things we have to talk about is Epic Game Store is here to stay, whether people like that or not, or whatever your feeling for Epic Game Store is. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the games over the, the about two hours that PC games were announced, about 80% of them or so were announced exclusively for Epic Game Store. If you guys didn't mm-hmm. know, we talked about it earlier in the show, but Epic Game Store has an exclusivity deal where if you sign with them, you are exclusive to their platform for at least a year. And then after that, you can go to Steam or other platforms is what they said. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of exclusivity deals already. See, here's the thing. I think competition is good. I think it's great. I don't like it when it's forced. I get what they're doing and stuff like that. It's just the way of the world. I'll accept it for now. Whatever. The thing is, I don't like it when we're forced to use a game store that is clearly not as superior as Steam in a lot of mm-hmm. its features. One of the things I like to do personally is watch e- E3 announcements, and I'll put games in my Steam library on my wish list. Be like, mm-hmm. okay, these are games that I think are interesting. I'll come back, check back on these. You can't do that. There's no wishlist feature on Epic Game Store. There's no... Yeah user reviews on the epic game store it's so ridiculous so for me to find these games i have to open up the epic game store go to the store and it's like this weird janky tile system where i can't even search for games (laughs) (laughs) like what is this crap um so i found that really really disappointing um so um yeah i don't know if there was any like pc games that you saw that were like announced or if you wanted to talk to me briefly about any games you thought you saw at ubisoft or ea I didn't even want to mention those things, but I mean, um, yeah, yeah.
1: There's the Star Wars game. I mean, it looks cool, but you know, it's one of those things where I have to wait and see. Like, Respawn is the developer, and right. so far, they've only done first-person shooters. <laughs> right. I don't know how good they'll be with a third-person action game. Right. That, that that's still like something. Um, you know, I, we don't know what their capabilities are as a studio making that kind of game, because mm-hmm. um, they are going to be very different games. Mm-hmm. Um, because you see your character, so you have to create a movement system that is logically sound, that looks good, mm-hmm. and, you know, that that it plays well. And it's going to be different when you have third-person versus first-person. Right. So, you know, we just have to wait and see.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know. It, it, I'm not a big Star Wars fan, so for me, you know, it looked all right. Uh, we'll have to see. I know that a lot of people from Apex Legends actually are pissed about it because they basically said that about there was a leak or something about 80% of the apex legends team after apex launched left to go work on this game so i have no oh, clue wow. with the the support is for apex legends right now um hmm. one of the only pc games that i found really really interesting which i have no clue when it's going to come out is um chucklefish the people who've made games like stardew valley and warframe they're coming mm-hmm. out with a simulation game called starmancer where you basically create your own space colony mm. and it's going to be yeah, a single player type of game they said that it's going to it's it uses the same type of pixelated art like in stardew valley that uh, a lot yeah. of people love and you know the developers of it were kind of like it they basically said it's a simplified version of Rimworld. world it looks a bit more mm-hmm. prettier as well because of the pixel art and stuff like that. But you create, you know, you're, you're an AI, you're an AI on a ship called Starmancer, And And um, this AI's duty is to keep its citizens alive. So their inspiration mm-hmm. for this game was kind of like from the movie up where it's like that AI driving that ship had to keep all these humans alive and sustained and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And so your AI That's can choose to convince the humans to, you know, attack other colonies or you know float through peacefully and it's going to work as just a simulation game there's no real going to be really any story mode but obviously Mm. events will happen um you know people will be you know other ships will be able to board your ship ships and you can create alliances with them if you Mm. want to or you can kill them you can also board other people's ships and decide what kind of colony of people you want as well you can even be human cannibals and consume oh. each other to get genetic powers they said don't worry you'll unlock a tech tree maybe that will allow you to create humans like mm-hmm. scuffed humans
1: oh interesting
0: okay um uh, pretty interesting game i thought from the pc gaming show um and a couple of other things that came out of the pc gaming show that i was interested in, in borderlands 3 they showed a little bit more gameplay footage of that in boulders gate 3 they showed a little bit more gameplay footage of that as well Both of them are going to be Epic Game Store exclusives, unfortunately. Um, Yeah. And uh, really, that was all I was interested in for the PC gaming show. Uh, One of the big surprises that we had, and I wanted to kind of dive into this. um, So Pixel and I have been talking a lot lately on the podcast or just in general about the next big game genre that's coming up. You know, we've had this wave of, I feel like, We've had this wave of MOBAs, and then we had this wa- mini wave of card games, and then we had this mm-hmm. wave of you know, team-based first-person shooters, and then that kind of evolved into battle royale games, and now all of a sudden, there's this game that's been rumbling for a while called Dota Auto Chess. If you guys didn't know, it's a mod that's in Dota 2, and it kind of is a combination of like an RTS card game, tower defense PvP very hard to say it's really its own genre if you think about it but yeah. holy crap everyone announced their own dota auto chess uh this week around e3 and i feel like we have mm. to kind of discuss that and kind of like talk about it or whatever um it's insane just just to let you guys know what's oh, officially these are the dota auto chess titles that are coming out so we have the dota 2 auto chess mod the original which was made in dota dota 2 the company that made that game was called DRODO. They branched off from valve because they claimed they couldn't work with them because of certain issues or whatever. Uh, and so they went and made their own mobile game of auto chess called auto chess mobile. They hmm. announced at E3 during the PC gaming show that they will be launching the game on the Epic game store exclusively with another Chinese company called dragon nest. So now there is three versions of the game. The one that's the mod, the mobile version mm. and the one that's going to be on the Epic game store at the same time, right. Dota two or valve announced their own version of auto chess called Dota underlords, which is mm. going to be coming out shortly too as well. And league legends, Riot Games announced their own game as well called league of legends, team fight tactics, which mm-hmm. is also an auto chess game. Um, it is going to be not a new game from league, by the way, but it is going to be in the league client. So it's going to be a new game mode and it is going to be a permanent game mode. They've already confirmed there will be a ranked mode for it in seasons separate from um, yeah. the normal uh, ranked mode in League of Legends. So now all of a sudden we have five freaking Dota chess games. <laughs> also, um, a bunch of streamers were invited to play it. Um, it's already public who played it. But um, out of the streamers that initially played it uh, for NA, it was apparently Skara. Uh, and a bunch of Hearthstone streamers, Kriparian, Hafu, Dog, Trump, Savitz, amongst, uh, Lothar, amongst other Hearthstone players. Skara also said that he couldn't give details, but he knows of at least four to five other AAA studios who are coming out with auto chess games of their own. And he said, "These wow. are triple A studios that you wouldn't expect to have another game in the pipeline." So a lot of people are saying probably Clash. The people who make Clash Royale, they also made Brawl Stars and a couple of mm-hmm. other games. Some people are thinking Blizzard <clears throat> as well might be announcing an auto chess game.
1: Mm-hmm. I guess this is
0: the future, man. Auto chess, it's man. I feel like we're we're seeing something that we might. You and I might be able to get into these type of games, Pixel, because they're not Twitch based. Us yeah, old men right? might be able to play them.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, and you know what? I I can see. Why companies are doing this because they see that it has a massive appeal, kind of like the the early beginnings of MOBAs, mm-hmm. um, when League or not when Dota was a mod for Warcraft three, it, it had a huge amount of popularity, right? And it spawned like this new sort of genre, and so uh-huh. companies are realizing this, like, hey, this is actually a new genre. This is not something we can describe with with uh, uh-huh. any any kind of real accuracy right now. So they all want right. to get in on this. Um, So I just hope that they do a